It's been a challenging year for pork, but the National Pork Producers Council is actively engaging in international trade matters, advocating for fair market access, and addressing challenges affecting pork producers worldwide. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report and Maria Zeba, Vice President of International Affairs for the National Pork Producers Council, shed some light on the current tariff landscape and what their strategic priorities are for the coming year. So in China, we still face a 25% duty for our pork and pork products. This is mainly affecting our ability to keep peat with muscle cuts. Um, most of the product that's going to China is on the variety meat side, which is good, but we definitely don't want to be just sending one type of product. We like to have various products and product mixes that we send internationally. So that's very concerning to us that that tariff has not been removed and continues to inversely affect our producers. Beyond that, we're looking at the Philippines and the Philippines is assessing whether to renew the tariff extension and, and drop that down. Uh, and so that's a priority for MPPC in trying to make sure that we keep that market at a, a lower tariff by the end of the year. What are some of your other international trade priorities that you guys are working on? So we always want new market access. We know that our producers can compete as long as the tariffs are fair and that the rules of trade are fair for us. And so what we continue to push the administration and, and members of Congress is to make pork market access a priority. Part of that is through addressing trade barriers that we face in places like South Africa. We got the market access nine years ago and we still haven't been able to ship. So we got we to gotta get going on that. And um, beyond that, Southeast Asia is a very important market for our producers and for our exporters. Um, the, the types of products that they import are different than the ones that we consume in the United States. So that is an, a priority for us to make sure we have a level playing field. And then we also need to keep markets open in the places that we currently already have market access. So we're, we're trying to make sure we don't have those trade disruptions in markets like Mexico and Colombia and Chile and Central America where we have a free trade agreement and we've been successful. And we're doing that through a lot of working groups and partnerships with domestic industries. Moving forward, some of those priorities, are you optimistic about them? Are there maybe some more than others that you're going to be working into those new markets that you're thinking can come sooner than the others? Well, market access takes a really long time. You know, some of these things, we just had five new pork plants get listed for Malaysia, and that took at least five years for five plants. So sometimes um, good things take a while. Uh, the easiest way of getting good market access is when we negotiate comprehensive free trade agreements. And so we're going to continue to push the administration and Congress to reassess the U.S. position on that. Um, and hopefully we can get some movement. Um, I think it's not just on the pork side. Everybody in agriculture would love to see that. How does ASF factor into these priorities and that traceability factor of it? Yeah, so for us, our, our number one priority as an industry is to make sure that we don't get ASF and to keep it off of our borders. I mean, we've been very happy with the commitment from USDA on the $500 million on preparedness and prevention for ASF. Uh, beyond that, you know, we, we we need
need to fix a few things and um, we have traceability in the United States for the pork industry. It's just missing a few key pieces that our trading partners are going to rely and, and depend on and in order to open up markets should we have a foreign animal disease, whether it's ASF or, or something else. And so for, for our producers, what we've got to do is be prepared and even if we don't ever get a foreign animal disease, we need to make sure that we've done everything possible to resume trade as quickly as possible so that our, our markets can and our product can continue to flow to those markets. And another key topic that has been ongoing is Prop 12. So how is that going? What is the impact that you're seeing right now with farmers for where we are today compared to when it was in legislation and going through all of those? Yeah, so Prop 12 has been very concerning for our industry. It's, it's a horrible precedent. The fact that you can have one state just regulate the rest of the country. And beyond that, for the international piece, you have one state, the state of California, telling trading partners how they need to be raising their pigs and producing their meat internationally. It sets a horrible precedent. It's exactly what we've been pushing against in, in other countries internationally. And, and it's a shame that this is where we've landed in the United States. What questions are you hearing from your producers about this or whatever's maybe some of the ones that stick out to you most? When are we going to reopen some markets and get to, to negotiating new trade agreements? I think that that's probably the, the big question on everybody's mind. I know that we are we're negotiating a number of frameworks, including the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, uh, the 21st Century Framework with Taiwan and Kenya as well. Those are good. Uh, uh, it's good to, to set a level playing field and to set the, the rules of trade. Uh, beyond that, I'm, I'm hopeful that the next step would be to negotiate the market access and lowering of tariffs. And so that's I see it as a first step. And then second step, we've got to get to the tariff part and lower and eliminating quotas if there are any. And and so it's that's that's where I see things hopefully progressing and, and moving in a positive light. And speaking of moving forward, what countries are you guys focused on working with for those priorities? I know we talked a little bit about Philippines, but what others are there? Yeah, so the Southeast Asian market is really important for us and to get better market access. Um, that's part of the reason why we've been so intent on, on seeing what what happens out of the IPAF, the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, because there's countries like Indonesia that we see opportunity in. Beyond that, AGOA is up for renewal, the African Growth Opportunities Act, and we're hoping that we can get better market access into South Africa and that they'll live up to their commitments within that framework. Um, and Taiwan, we've had a number of issues in that Taiwanese market, and what we we need to see is some progress forward and and that market access being restored for, for our producers. They consume a lot of pork. They need the pork. Um, and that's a big priority for us. And now moving into 2024, what is the outlook that you're seeing when it comes to international trade with the pork producers? Well, the Farm Bill is really important for us, not just on the pork side, but for all 
commodities um, and, and the United States. And we're hoping that we can see some momentum forward. We obviously have some big priorities, especially within the international space. Uh, we, we need to get, get it renewed. MAP and FMD, which are programs that help market our product internationally, those are priorities for MPPC to make sure that, that we can um, get reauthorized. Uh, beyond that, the the FMD bank, this is a vaccine bank that the that the pork producers worked with other commodity groups to establish and, and we want to to make sure that it continues to get funded. And so there are some certain priorities for our industry within the farm bill that we definitely need to make sure that we address and that we have that certainty because it's really hard for for farmers to be able to plan ahead when you don't know what the landscape's going to look like. And that's what we've seen over the last probably eight years now is that uncertainty of, am I going to have that access? Am I not going to have the access? Am I going to have to face new regulations? And at MPPC, that's what we try to focus on and make sure that we can provide that uh, stability for our producers and farmers. That was Maria Ziba, Vice President of International Affairs for the National Pork Producers Council. As she said, the organization is actively working to expand pork market access and be a voice for pork producers on a global scale. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Shirley Seebecker.